Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, you have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate, and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment, as we chat and nourish the mind, body, and soul, so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. Thank you and welcome back. Welcome to the Overflow podcast. I'm Kimberly Snyder, your host. I am hosting Susan, a master coach and self-care strategist. She helps female founders, entrepreneurs, women embrace life and work on their own terms to the exclusion of others. And she includes herself in the mix as well. She does this through the art of self-care and we talk about self-care as a masterpiece and we think of it as being in the masterpiece the margins the space that we create around the masterpiece and having the choice to color within the lines or color outside the lines Susan is a mom a mom to boys and she also runs the art of self-care the energy oasis community Facebook group where she would say it's a group for purpose-driven women committed to social change. And she has a conversation that if we are disillusioned by the popular self-care advice and we're looking for a more real, raw, practical guide and coach like herself to equip us with some important work of caring for ourselves, that's where she welcomes us on the art of self-care and we had a great conversation thanks so much for joining join our conversation find us also on overflow on facebook join that conversation and thanks so much for listening here we go so i want to welcome susan my bff to the overflow podcast and i think you are exactly the right person to be talking to our audience today and kind of at, as we celebrate, are we celebrating? Are we celebrating the one year of the pandemic and COVID, COVID-19 and yeah. lockdowns and shut-ins? Mm. So yeah, I'm really hoping we can have a conversation about self-care, just respecting and honoring that I think we all have our sense of self-care or what fills us up, what helps us live in our overflow. So I'm really, I'm really happy to have you here on the, on the podcast. Thank so first you. of all, welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. Well, I, I'm going to just circle back to something that you said before, and maybe this was just that 
I think it's it's playing itself out differently for every woman. Mm-hmm. And we're in really uncharted, uncertain territory. So we no longer have any sense of what's normal and what's not. So everything is kind of heightened. If we're having a bad day, or it's a really bad day. Mm-hmm. Or our emotions just might be a little bit crazier. We might have less patience for our kids. And because we've been in it for a year, I think we've almost forgotten that that COVID's on the back burner, still playing itself out, still turn on the news, and it's still the same story, but a different day. And so there might be this expectation that we should be okay, and yet we're still struggling, still hard, still different. So... We have no baseline, no for what how things could be, should be, might be. So, and we are knowing ourselves in a different way, and I think that's tricky, trickier. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think COVID, the pandemic, like it has been a constant buzz on our mind and weighing on our heart. We've been trying to keep everybody safe and also accomplish our goals, or if we have a team helping them still move forward to accomplish their goals. But what I'm finding is at the end of the day, typically, and it's women that I normally work with, the the women leaders at the end of the day, they're exhausted because they have been taking care of everyone, worrying worrying about everyone. What I have been wondering is how can we help inspire you, inspire the listener to think about self-care and to make it part of their routine. Like you know, somebody I was talking to yesterday, I said, like, regardless of what's happening, we always seem to brush our teeth. It's true though, right? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No matter what the crisis, the trauma. No matter. <laughs> <laughs> most of us. Most, well, not my kids, but most of us, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so why can't we encourage you know, fold in self-care. Why can't we fold in self-care, even though there's still an undercurrent of the pandemic and the worry about, well, now it's about vaccinations. Are they, uh, you know, are they coming or do we have them or our loved ones being vaccinated? And so. So a couple of things, you know, yeah, you were listing off all the different things that women are doing. Um, worrying about their parents and how they are or kids and kids at home, like everything. We're still looking after all the things. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, Kim, but I have been hard pressed to adjust my expectations of myself, even knowing all this is going on. So here we are with this whole added extra layer and we're still many of us, I think, expecting ourselves to be contributing and doing all the things at this really intense level. Mm -hmm. So who can be surprised that, you know, we don't have time for all the things. So one concept that I, I'm kind of thinking more into, and as I've been talking to women, you know, they're kind of agreeing in is there's this that it's really difficult to or sorry maybe I'll put it this way can we start to create more margin in our lives more space 
So if you're in, an, in new terrain, what does that mean to do that? If you're starting a new venture, how do you create margin for doing something new? We always know that you know new things take longer than you think they're going to do. If can you create margin for error, knowing that you're trying something new? Can you create margin for the people? So this idea of creating margin. You know, I'm looking at a piece of art right now, and there's big, beautiful margins around it, and that's part of what makes the whole masterpiece kind of pop. But our lives can't really, can't really feel good if we don't have any margin. What advice do you have when, Mm. yeah, so when that's what's happening is when women are, it's almost like it's the, it's the negative of overflow. Like our life is overflowing so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much stress. Like if you think about the painting, the Mm -hmm. paint is everywhere. There's not a margin for space Mm -hmm. or breath. And so- Yeah. So this is new enough terrain that I I don't know if I have all the answers, but some of the things that I've been playing with are, I, I love, I love my top three. You know, if I have every day, I have to have like my top three things to do. I love the number three. It's just, I don't know. So fun. You know, what are three things I want to get done today? So what if for a while it was just your top two? What if, you know, two good things could really get done as opposed to three, right? And then that third third is a space? Like, so then the third is, that's the margin. So if I get my top two, it doesn't even feel good to say that, but it could, maybe it could with some practice. If I got my top two done today, damn, that would be a good day. Right. And what if, what if it could be top two instead of top three? So if you need to always get like your whole list done, what it was like, you know, some, I know some women like if there's just, they've just put everything down and there's so much joy in being able to check it off, like check the box and it's then stroke it out. Right. It's true. What Absolutely. If it was like, oh my gosh, I got 90% done. Woo-hoo! What if you aim for 90%? What if you aim for 50%? What if you play with it, play with your number just a little bit less? I know. See, I'm seeing you nod like, what yes. if? Yeah, what if? Because I think typically we are high achievers and Absolutely. we want to get the list Everything. 100% and we want to see all the strokes and check marks. Oh, yeah. uh, 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 and it would be really great if we could add a few other things on there and still have the energy at the end of the day. I know. Yeah. Somehow so we let our, really work, like <laughs> our work consume us and spit us out. And it's that kind of energy that we bring to our family and our kids and the rest of our evenings. Yeah. Ooh, who has, like, who has two things? I know. See what I mean? But so what I do, but I think it's this idea of redefining what a good day looks like in terms of your work. Just start with your work and saying, Hey, so for me, if if I really want to get my big top three done every day, what if I made it was my big top two and then all my little piddly things. What if, if that's how, if someone else orders their day, you know, what if you just get your A's done? Or what if you just get 50% done, right? So this idea of what if you could give yourself, and this doesn't have to be a forever thing. You know, we're starting March. What if till the end of March or for a full month, you say, you know what, you know what enough is going to be this month? 
75% of my work list or my top two, or however you define a good day, just cut it back by a certain percent and just see what happens. Treat it as an experiment and see if that creates some margin. I know, see, I feel that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not sure, you know, I don't know. And that's okay to be with. We're both people, wiggling in our seats. I know, we're both we're wiggling. We're both uncomfortable. Like, what? It sounds like a good idea. I like I know. that you give the freedom, the permission to say experiment. I like that. That's like all that. you can do. It's all you can do. You know, what's the worst thing that happens? Not everything get done. It gets done. Oh, wait, that's every day for a high achiever. Every day is the day of I didn't get it all done. I didn't get enough done. That's true. So you're already going to have that day and you get to decide. So, yeah. And be willing to be with some discomfort. Like anytime you make a change, just expect that it's going to feel uncomfortable. Not from a place of bad, but of like, oh, this is different. You know? Oh, this is different. Yeah, I would say high achievers don't like to be uncomfortable when you put uncomfortable next to my to-do list. For sure. I know that's sacred territory. Mm -hmm. So that's margin in one, in one place. I've had lots of coaches kind of coach me on like just doing 10% less. So it's a theme I've heard enough in my own life that I think this story in this that might most resonate with the, the topic of margin and and creating some kind of some white space in your in your day. Oh, here's my other little tip if we can look at your calendar at the beginning of the week and say, what's one meeting that doesn't actually really need to happen? Like it would actually be okay if I didn't need this. Or maybe I can get someone on my team to do it. Or it just doesn't have to happen at all. It's just that permission to give yourself a chance to revisit everything that you scheduled, you know, last week, the week before. Because mm-hmm. we do often, yes, we have to be there. Yes, we have mm-hmm. to be the resource. Yes, we have to provide the answers, the mm-hmm. decisions. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it's mm-hmm. up to me. So good mm-hmm. question. Could I delegate? Could I, could I not? Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if this happens for you, Kim. And I remember that in my moments of high energy, you know, I've got all my coffee. I'm ready to go. You know, I'm like, I'm going to plan my whole week. And it's just going to be great. Actually, I'm going to plan my whole month because I've got all the energy to plan the whole thing. And then I get to the week and I'm like, who the scheduled me this way? And I'm like, I did. Yeah. You know? So yeah. sometimes when I meet my work and meet my plan, from a different version of myself than maybe the one that's a little more tired or a little more relaxed. I look at it and I'm like, really? Really? Okay. So I guess that's just an invitation to say we ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that there's moments where you're going to feel like you can, you know, conquer the whole thing. But if you're in a moment where you're like, oh, maybe not, I'm okay. You can change your week. You can take something off. You can actually say, you know what, that project can wait till next quarter. You can. Get, take your choice back. That's the, one of the biggest ways to give yourself margin. Take your choice back. You are not committed just because you put a little pink appointment on your schedule from three to four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's so easy for high achieving. Like I, I think of you like leaders as the one who has the answer. Like, And I often say... Think about 
the person who comes to you either for the meeting or with a problem. And I Mm -hmm. often say to them, I often say to the leader, the high achieving woman, maybe they can come up with the answer. Maybe they can be resourceful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so easy for me. And and especially with so much on the go, it's so easy to say, well, here's the answer. Here's where to look. You know, this is what I think you have a choice of this or this Mm -hmm. go and do Mm -hmm. it. And so, yeah, maybe it is creating some space and canceling the meeting and saying, could you go and be resourceful? Could you go and figure it Bring out a proposal like, forward. Yeah. Tell, come up right. with your ideas. Talk Create about with the space. team. Yeah. That's right. I do that with my kids too. Increasingly they'll just, you know, one of them will say I'm hungry. And I, and I'll say, that's nice. I hear you expressing a need. What do you, you have to finish. You can't just express the need. Can you make a request? Well, I don't yeah. know, mom. Okay. Well, when you do, let me know. Yeah. But until then, and then they'll say, Oh, I want some toast. Yeah. Do you know how to make that? And of course they do. Right. So try not to take their thing on or their energy on. That's exactly what we're doing. That's exactly what women are doing right now. Yeah. They're taking on other people's urgency. Oh, that's so not fun. Taking on urgency. Someone else's urgency. The biggest, I think here's the biggest skill. This would, you know what? I would, none, none of your listeners probably, well, no, that's right. Hi, all you lovely listeners. I don't know if you'll, how you'll feel about this, but I have come to believe that one of the biggest gifts we can give ourselves is that a gift of choice. And when your life, when you're in the pressure cooker of your life, one of the characteristics that I see a lot of women struggling with is they no longer feel they have choice. They might know cognitively that they do, but they don't feel it. And so they kind of feel pulled along through their life. And so Um, when you can step out of moments, when you can breathe, when you can create just an itty bitty bitty little spacing in between yourself and the stimulus, and remember you have a choice, you start to feel comfortable. Again, you start to find that margin because you can create create from a different place. I know that's the thing that every day that goes by, the thing that I long for more than anything is freedom and choice and kind of autonomy and that, that ability to do my things my own way. Absolutely. And when I remember I have choice and I can, but when I'm in the pressure cooker of my life with my family and my work and the kid, you know, everything, it's so, it presses up so hard up against you that you're, you don't feel like you do have a choice. So you asked for some little tips and this is, you might laugh at me, but this is one of my hacks. Give me a hack. You have a hack? I have a hack. How can you tell I'm the mother of boys? Mom, give me a hack. What was that life hack, mom? Um, okay. So we have on our main floor, we have a washroom and, and my husband has this thing with putting timers on washrooms and fans and stuff. He's an engineer by, by education. And so he gets, he does these things, right? So I have a number of washrooms in our bathroom, washroom, restroom in our home that have these timers and these fans. So when I'm in a moment and I'm just like, I'm like, I'm so up to here. I'm so fed up. I'm so, I'm so, 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 whatever I am. I let everyone know that I have to go to the washroom. 
Now, nobody, nobody says, oh, no, you don't, mom. No, you don't. Because who, who challenges that need? Nobody. So I go in there, I close the door, I turn the fan on, I put on for 10 minutes. There's my 10 minutes. Whether you need to go to the washroom or not, that's irrelevant. But if you do, if you're sitting there, I can sigh. I can just physically remove myself from a, a stressful situation. I can just lean up against the wall. I can sit on the floor. No, I don't sit on the floor because then I act. I have I'm the mother of boys, so right, no, right, I don't. Right, right. I don't sit on the floor. No, I don't do that. For real, you can um, decompress. You can wash your hands with a little more love and care and attention. Just get into your body, out of your head, into your body. Wash those beautiful hands, those hardworking hands with a little bit of soap. And also good for COVID. How can we? And it's just just my way of stepping out sometimes and remembering I have a choice. And often in moments when you're so life is crazy and people are screaming for you, you can't even remember what your choices are and what you, how you would choose differently, but stepping out, just that practice of stepping out and saying, I don't know. You can breathe and get back in your body out of your head. You can do a little internal scream if you need to. And you can come out a different person. You can come out and, and come to situations from a different place. That would be my, one of my bigger, I you love know, it. I love it. nothing I sexy even, about it, Kim. Absolutely nothing sexy about it. But 10 well, minutes is sexy to me. I don't know about you. Let, 10 minutes of me time is like the sexiest thing ever, right? Like, oh yeah. It's true. Let me add this dimension to it. So we were talking mm -hmm. about at the beginning, we were talking about the margin in the painting and we were yeah. talking about, you know, creating some space, top yeah. three or maybe top two, yeah. like giving us some space in the margin. And even I was thinking about how you also talked about in, in our calendar, in our week, mm -hmm. um, the meetings, the things that we have to do, or, mm -hmm. or maybe we delegate. And it was about talking, we were talking about mm -hmm. permission. And yeah. I think about even like just being permission to be creative. So permission to mm -hmm. do your own painting, whether it's abstract mm -hmm. coloring outside Anything. the lines, like the <gasps> permission. Yeah. And then I even think about this where you're saying step out. And I'm even thinking like step, step out of the painting, out. step oh. out of the painting, like step out of that picture that you've drawn for yourself, that it's a busy work day. It's a, mm -hmm. you know, I have to address their needs. Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. step out, like even step out of that painting. And, mm -hmm. and then you said you could come out a different person. So I was thinking, oh yeah, you can yeah. even come out as a different piece of art or you could come yeah. out as a different version of that, yes. of that piece of art. So yeah, I think like there that is 10 minutes. That, yeah. That 10 minutes, it's almost like the margin, like I think of, of the masterpiece being like mm. the fray of life, which in, in its own way is truly beautiful because all the high achieving women I know, this is one thing I know about them. They are in every, they have chosen most of their life to be in They They choose their full life. Yes. You know, they've chosen their kid, like all the things they're in, they want it all. Yes. It's not like some partial. So it's, yeah, it's full, but it's all there for a reason. But sometimes when you're in it, you can't, you can't remember that. And so that, that 10 minutes can be almost like your margin space and you can come back into like, when I go into the washroom for those 10 minutes, you know, my kids might be screaming or it might be like, my head might be hurting from some 
client thing work or my, you know, my husband, you know, all of it, it seems to be a family these days because I'm working from home. But I can come back to the pieces and parts of my life that are important to me, mm-hmm. a little more grounded, mm-hmm. a little more willing to listen to what's really going on, a little more able to be a better mom or a more curious, you know, partner for my husband, a little more able to grab a better snack for myself than, mm-hmm. you know, so it it's just gives you that chance to to that's show beautiful. up in the way you know you want to and you know you can. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm. I love the masterpiece. I love that. I love thinking about the art, the imagery. Mm. How are you living in your overflow? So mm. I, I often like to ask everyone of yeah. the guests, like, and I have this concept of, you know, is the glass half full? Is it half empty? Shouldn't it be overflowing? Like, shouldn't we be finding space for ourselves? Mm. Whatever that is. And we we We've talked on this podcast about whether it's a, a bubble bath or a hike or whether it's your sense of adventure. I think it's living in, in my overflow, living in my awesomeness feels yeah. different to each of us. Mm-hmm. You living in your overflow. Am I living in my overflow? Yeah, I really resonate with that, that idea. I think that the work that I do is, is to really help women do life on their and work on their own terms, you know, according to their definite definition of success. Yep. And that's, that's not to say that you exclude the the needs of others. It's to include more of your own needs. Amen to that. It's not a, it's not, you know, my kids or me, my husband or me, my work. No, 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 no. I want it all. And I'm learning to discern when is it, when can I come to the forefront and I, I'm realizing increasingly that I can include my needs and no one actually is noticing or caring, which is great because I'm thinking, you know, sometimes it used to be, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty. I'm going upstairs for like an hour of yoga. I'm so bad. I can hear my husband cleaning up the dishes. And I'm like, no, thank you. Stop that, Susan. He is happy to clean. And that's not everybody's person, but he doesn't care. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, looks like I can just do that. No one's really missing me. Guilt-free. Yeah, like I'm thinking, what's to be accomplished by feeling guilty? Absolutely nothing. Good for you. I'll, I'll say to my husband, yeah, I'm going out for yoga. You're not asking for permission, are you? And I'm like, of course I'm not. But there's a part of me that is. It's, you know, is it okay if I step out? Are you okay to handle it? That has got to stop. Susan, just go. Let him know. Be a little more declarative. I'm going, I'm going upstairs for an hour of yoga because I can do that online. I'm going upstairs to do a 30-minute meditation, you know? Um, and I'll come out. I will come out a better yeah. person. I will come out a creative person. Like they said, know more that. curious. I'll right. come out a better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they know that. They can, my guess for is you. they can feel the, the palpable difference. And the more I can even say that to my kids, you know, I need to go out. I need to go do, you know, some meditation. I need to go for a walk. Gives them permission to think about what they need. Good for you. And and that is really important for all humans is to say what you need. That's beautiful. And we, we were talking about permission, but then I like how it also becomes, you know, something we can share with that other person. I give myself permission yeah. And, and I came back a better person. I came yeah. back more calm or, mm-hmm. or, but then I'm also hoping that because you saw that I treated myself well, I'm mm-hmm. giving you permission. Yeah. 
Yeah. To either and declare well, or. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I grew up with a sister, I know. So my family was my dad and the three women. And I see how for women, it's just so sometimes just so hard to meet, you know, needs seems to be easier for men to just say, I'm doing this. I look at my husband. So I'm just speaking from my experience. So I'm the mother of boys. And while I see it seems to be easier for them to quote unquote meet their needs. What I do notice is that it's harder for them to get in touch with um, their emotional needs. So how I play that, why I think it's so important and how I do this at home is I'll tell my boys, you know, and I'll do this in front of my husband too. And I'll say, I really need to step out because I'm not sure how I'm feeling. I need, or I need to step up because I'm feeling really anxious or ungrounded or whatever I word. And the more they hear me do it, and the more I can kind of mirror back to my son, oh, good job good job for, you know, that Fortnite game was really intense. Good job. Just pausing there and taking a breath. Did that help you? Did that help you play the game better? Yeah, mom, I did. Yeah. You know what? And our, so our kids rooms and I'm going off on a tangent are for people to go and find themselves again, like to just get recentered and calm. So I think that the more we get skilled in skilled in, and I think it's just a skill, in expressing our needs, meeting our needs unapologetically, the more it just kind of helps everyone do the same. So no, we don't need to feel guilty about it. Good for you. What would you, what piece of advice would you give a younger Mm. person Mm. or or your younger self? If you could go back and speak to your 21 year old self, would you have a good question? So what, I love that question. And I, cause it mainly, I love questions cause they make me think and I like thinking. So to my 20 year old self, mm-hmm. what I would do with her is I would, I want to be like a mirror to her and, and reflect back to her who she is in that moment so that she could kind of experience herself like so that she could have someone else saying, you know what, you're really doing your best, aren't you? Oh my goodness. I love your sense of adventure so that it's not just her trying to find her way in life. Someone else is saying and affirming all the good things about her, all the skills, and she can calibrate to both. Because I remember in my 20s, it's like you're just, I was never about pleasing people, but I was always about meeting everyone's expectations, which in my mind feels different. And that's such an exhausting way to live. So the more I could help her just feel herself and know herself and know who she is, you know, so she could feel a little more anchored in herself and know who she is. And Mm -hmm. And celebrate that and celebrate. Yeah. And just celebrate that. Like none of us need to be different. Um, We just need to be more of ourselves, but it's hard to find that sometimes. Yeah. To feel that. There's definitely so, a theme of permission, right? To be mm, yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. This is the conversation I'm hoping people will reflect on because mm. it's time. Like at the beginning in March of 2020, mm-hmm. I mean, in my world, I was thinking according to the, the news and social media that the pandemic was going to be, you know, a three-week shutdown. <laughs> 
and then, right? And then it became, okay, it's April, then it may, okay, it's a three month. And then, okay, so then it was six months, eight months. Mm-hmm. So we, so we've been in a pandemic for a year now. And the women I'm speaking to, like across the world, like it's yeah. happening to women across the world. And so this is today's episode. I really wanted to have mm. a challenge put out to women around you know, what are you doing for your self-care so that whatever that is, whether that's 10 minutes with the fan on or whether that's a walk or whether it is, you know, (laughs) thinking about being creative or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever it is for the self-care. But I think if we can give, and I love how you're talking about create that margin, create some space, Mm -hmm. or maybe give yourself permission to step back or cross things like eliminate things from your to-do list or your top Mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. I think this is the conversation that I would just like people to reflect upon so that when we give ourselves space, when we give ourselves permission, we can show up as a better person. Yeah. That sounds so nice. Mm -hmm. And I like to wrap up the podcast with if you're reading anything interesting, or if you're listening to an interesting podcast, is there anything that you would recommend these days? Ooh, okay. So there, I have an answer for you, but then I have my honest answer. Which do you want? I <laughs> the honest, well, well I'm curious. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I can, so I find myself, I love to read. Like I've got, I'm looking at you right now and I've got all the books there and I'm like, oh my gosh. Give it to me. Books are just delicious, right? It's true. And so get away. Both I business know. books and like fiction, right? Like, yeah. Actually, you know what? All all business and self development like knock me out. Yeah, um, love it. Best day ever. Um, I find myself in a season, and this is also because I was given a practice by a coach who I love, but okay. I remember getting the practice and hating it. Um, and she put me on a moratorium, and she said, "No, nope, no, I don't want for three months. No books, no podcasts, no." blog posts nothing and I in the moment I was I was f-bombing for two reasons because a I knew it was going to be painful and b because I knew it was just right and I hated it and it's been like one of my best practices it was so hard and I am I will be till the day I die an avid you know learner Mm self-development I I can't help myself. I'm just wired that way, but I I'm still in a bit of that season. It's been helping me listen to myself and to the things I actually already know. And it's hard to give myself credit for that, but it's actually really nice and it's getting more comfortable. So it also now has helped me be more discerning with the books I do read. I'm thinking, why this one? You, you're okay. You actually know this, you know, you're okay. And it moves me to other, other things. So, so you're not reading a book. <laughs> no, that's not a, a book. So, wow. um, I know that's not, no. So I would thought, okay, well then I, I will, I do have books. I have, of course I have got books. I, they're my, they're like, no, that's all right. That's a great, that's like a great, no one, no one else has given us that answer, but maybe, maybe therein lies with the theme around permission and space mm-hmm. and this concept. Of a yeah, maybe, maybe that fits. That's just right. Ask me. Maybe, maybe it does because maybe you know. Like I, what I like is maybe you don't need to read the book to tell mm-hmm. you 
you know, whatever it is you're researching. Maybe you don't need to, you know, that is just right. Yeah. yeah, Maybe you need the space to just like journal or dream or walk and meditate or whatever it is. Like maybe it's not a book. Maybe you have it in you. Like maybe you can actually, I believe that, you know, I I put money on that if I was a better woman, which I'm that we already know. And and maybe that 20 minutes going to listen to you. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Maybe you listen to your heart for 20 minutes. Maybe there you, you go. Your yeah. If your heart could speak, oh, I love that question. Listen, if, I'll take it. if your body could speak, what would it say? Take it. Yeah. Listen. So it's been really freeing Great and there's, answer. and I have so many clients. I have so many clients. They struggle to get all the things done and they're, you know, and especially when they're going online and stuff like that, and they really want to say things the right way. And, and so they just consume and consume and consume and, and don't get me wrong. I feel the tug all the time. Like, Ooh, Oh, I really like what they're mm-hmm. saying. Oh, that's so interesting. Well, if you're saying that, that's probably because you know it already. Not that, you know, you get to a certain point in your life and you say, not that I haven't seen everything, but you've seen enough. And I think mm-hmm. if you just stopped for a little while. What would happen? What would happen? A, you'd have way more margin. You might have to dance more because you're probably still looking for something to listen to. So you might put music on instead because you might hate being with the silence or you might go outside and listen to the birds or whatever. But there's, yeah, what would your heart say? You're beautiful. This is what we need. I, I really appreciate I really appreciate you coming and speaking, speaking the words, inspiring mm. us. I love the imagery of the painting. And often when you're on social media, we can see you in, in a space where you have these very interesting yeah. Yeah. paintings in the background. So I yeah. love, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. That is really great. Well, we will put your links. Thank the you. best place to find you is on um, Instagram, Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a real okay. human. So you can, don't just follow me. Come say hi, please. I would love that. Just put a little hi. Yeah, let's. That why else would you be on? You gotta just yeah. to connect with the human. Yeah, to connect. Connect. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Kim, for having Thank me. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank listeners, you so for, for listening and, and for tuning in. And and I'd say just on, on the topic of margin, if you know, sometimes we can listen to things and just, oh, that's so interesting. Oh, that's so good. What if everyone just took one little thing from the conversation and that was enough? Like just one thing, like one thing, tiny, 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 Mm -hmm. as opposed to, oh, I need to go listen to that again, or I should try this or this or this. And if you got nothing, what if you just said, oh my gosh, I know enough. Look, I didn't have to listen. Mm -hmm. Love that. makes Mm -hmm. me happy. Yeah. One thing, just one thing. Yeah. Give yourself permission. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. 
Thanks so much for listening.